Welcome to Spooky Shit. The spookiest shits. Your melodical daytime fun time with your beautiful musical hosts, Hope Harris and Brandy Lynn. Hello. Actually, that's all the singing I'm going to do. Yeah, no, I'm really bad. I actually think I'm done because I can't sing. So welcome to Spooky Shit. Uh, Our last ep, I was very tired in. And this time... (laughs) I'm not very tired. We're back to so. the regular schedule. Thank fucking back God. Back to the schedule because summer break is over. Time to go back to work, even though I've been in work all summer. Yeah, woo, it woo, doesn't woo. end. Yeah, some the yeah, others. When you grow up, there's no summer. It turns out, I just found out. You're just summer. sweatier at an office. Yeah, it's just like a sweatier time to mm-hmm. be alive. So it's like school's out for summer. Do you know what it also is the season not. of? What? Weddings. Okay, guess what, everyone? Guess what? Guess what? I got engaged. Yeah! And it was the spookiest engagement ever. Oh my god, in the middle of a graveyard? Nothing more romantic. Yeah, it was in the middle of a graveyard. There were bats everywhere. I ordered 10,000 bats to come, and one of them shit out just a little ring onto my fiance's finger, like directly. And then the bat screeched, Will you marry me? while shitting. And then it flew away. It was actually beautiful. I was hiding inside of a coffin the whole time, yeah. just like trying to film it. Yeah. Uh, didn't get any film. Like that yeah, shit that, was. That really sucked because Victoria was so excited. She was crying and screaming and scratching. And she was like, I can't believe you proposed here. I would have liked to see that on Yeah, film. she just like. Got p- possessed by like six different ghosts of matrimony. They were yeah. all so excited. It was fucking... Scream- like the banshees were just going to fucking town. Yeah, there was uh, Frankenstein and his son. And... Oh, yeah, they're sweet. I'm glad they came. Yeah, it was like, really cute, actually. I know they're shy, but it's like, it was really cute. And then, they, they, like, then they like ran away and hid and then came back out and they clapped a little bit and they ran away. And they... <laughs> yeah. In all seriousness, though, Hope straight up got engaged. I did really, I'm though, very happy. get engaged to my girlfriend, fiance, Gafance. <laughs> and it's all very good. Uh, in, in Brandy News, I'm still forever alone, but I have been uh, to two weddings in the last two weeks. How, were, so, how was that for you? Um, the first one was very awkward. Oh, no. Uh, I did not know the bride much at all because I haven't talked to her since I was 10 years old. Oh, um, why did you go? I showed up to the church and her dad did not recognize me. He was like, oh. who is this bitch at the wedding? Um, but, you know, very nice, very beautiful, very, very fancy and then I was at mm-hmm. another wedding yesterday. Uh, it was very different. 15-minute mm-hmm. ceremony in the backyard, and then we all went to the club. Love that. And her wedding dress was, like, fuchsia and very short from both ends, like, top end. Good. Short and bottom end short. Good. So uh, that one was a lot of fun, and it was, like, a bunch of old people at this club. So we were, no joking, out of there by 1045. Love. Perfect. Yeah. So I think your wedding, uh, you got to be creative with it. Like, you don't have to do the whole church thing. Mm -hmm. Also, church things are terrible. I don't think, um, no. No church will take me while I'm wearing my cape anyway. That's true. But yeah, I mean, we're probably, it's probably going to be like a graveyard. Maybe the same one I proposed to Victoria in Mm. at dawn. Or Uh like, just like a haunted old, like, asylum. Attic? 
Ooh, an attic. Yeah, that could be yeah, fun. Yeah, you get the, those views. Yeah. I don't know. Something. Ooh, in Florida. Oh, God. Yeah. The worst place in the world. The spookiest, scariest yes. place in the world. The Just spookiest all those of places. Over. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, today isn't about me, Brandon. No. Today is. That's true. I would say it's more about our friend, the golem. Our good friend. A sweet friend. Mr. Golem. Mr. Golem. Not Gollum. Don't be confused. No. And I don't know. Don't get it twisted. I was thinking, why is Gollum called that? Because he's not. And I thought maybe it's because he's like a vessel for the thrall of the ring. He's like a guardian of sorts. Not. not oh, I guess kind of. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But also he's just a duck. And, you yeah, know, he's like a real asshole. But you know what? And that's not the Gollum's way. You know, they get out of control sometimes. Yeah, Go- yeah, golems can be nice. uh, can be bad guys. They can do some bad That's shit. True. Mm-hmm. That's true. Let's get into it. Also, you guys, episode twenty. Just gonna throw that out there. We're like still doing this. Oh, is this episode twenty? Holy shit! Yeah. Welcome to hell. Like, um, my god. Uh, congratulations, <laughs> yeah, or just like I'm sorry. Con- whatever you want. Congrat, congrat. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. yeah, guys, listen, listen, t- listen to me. You want to hear about the golem. You want mm-hmm. to because if you like our monster episodes, it's been a long time since we've done a monster episode. Yeah. And it's time for golem. Like, this is a Jew- Jewish Jewish folklore. I am I swear to God, I'm not tired. This is a Jewish <laughs> this is folklore. my heritage. This is yeah. my whole thing. Yeah. So, Brandy, maybe you could tell me if I'm mispronouncing things, if you know. Oh, I don't know. Okay, at all. so we're just flying blind here. Please send in a message telling me and yelling at me. Yeah, it would be great. I mean, like my mom is the Jewish one, which means I'm real Jewish, unlike people who it's only their dads. And um, oh, yeah, I, I told her I was doing golems, and she was like, "What the hell is that?" And I was like, "You're a bad Jew." <laughs> well, she can listen and she can find out because golems. She won't listen. She won't. Oh yeah, that's right. It's a little. It's a little too raunch for her. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so golems are from Jewish folklore, and they are anthropomorphic, like, beings made from clay or mud, like inanimate matter. Um, Adam mm. was a golem, Adam of Adam and Eve. He, for, Heck yeah. For, like, I forget, it was, like, 12 hours? Yeah, 12 hours, it says. And then he got what? a soul. Yeah, that's what it uh, says here. So for, like, a 12-hour, what... The soul just like needed to germinate or something. I don't. Fu- I don't know what God does, Brandy. You think okay. I know him? I'm not even friends with him. We can't even get married in a church. He's not in your heart, soul. He doesn't live in your body temple. No, he doesn't want to hang ever. I keep asking. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the golem is like a big clay dude, basically, and like you can do some like jewish mysticism kabbalah stuff to him Mm -hmm. and then he gets like a soul and he does whatever you tell him to um and it's more i mean it's not like question Mm -hmm. question if adam is a golem and we are all the children of adam are we golems Golems can have children yeah so we are golems yeah, but okay. So I I didn't want to introduce this confusion right away, Brandy. But I guess I will. I'm sorry. Okay, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> golems. Um, the Bible is 
translated always. And mm. so a golem can literally be a vessel that gets occupied by a soul or it can be a metaphor. People think like, oh, this is just a metaphor for people like finding God, finding like they're empty oh. and then they find God kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because yep. that's that's the only mention in the Bible is like your em- Adam was empty and then he got a soul, but people have interpreted that to mean, and I'm sorry, I mean the Torah, I mean the Old Testament, um, to mean that it was like he was a literal clay mud mudman that got. I mean, he was made of mud, so I'm yeah. This yeah. makes sense. Um, so it's in Psalm one thirty nine sixteen, um. And which translates to golem, which translates to light form or like raw material, uh, just basically like an unfinished human before God's eyes. Um, Hmm. Also, it's translate to uncultivated person. So that, you know, Um, but in modern Hebrew, um, golem is used to mean like dumb or helpless because it's supposed to be like a brainless lunk or like an entity um yeah so (laughs) yeah so um there's like not that much in jewish mysticism that actually supports the golem it kind of became like a folk tale more than um an actual like religious belief so Mm -hmm. uh golems could be activated by like a ritualistic use of letters so they would someone would form a clay person and a rabbi would write letters like the word like god on them or life in hebrew and then they would be activated nice or here's another way that they could be activated they would write a, a rabbi could write um like letters of the hebrew alphabet onto like a little scroll of paper and put it in the golem's mouth and then they would like listen to whatever they said yeah um mm-hmm. The earliest known golem is from um, 1165, so pretty far back. Uh, yeah, but not super far. No. Like, no. compared to Judaism. Like, <laughs> No, no. Yeah, so it, it's not like it's it's in the fucking Torah. Like, it's like really, some. it's like Apocrypha, I guess, you know? Yeah. Kind of like taken from. But there is like, here's the story of the most famous golem. This took place in Prague in the late 16th century, and... Uh, this rabbi, uh, whose name was Judah Lo Ben Bizael, I'm so sorry, everyone. Hey, people don't come here for correct words. Oh my! We, we already know that. We've established that. This is the this is the the fucking golem story, though. So, and this is yeah. a really famous rabbi whose name I just destroyed out of my mouth. So, I'm does he have a good sorry. nickname? But anyway. Rabbi yeah, Judah. There you go. Rabbi Judah. Uh, yeah. He's also known as Maharal. Damn it. Maria. Maharal. Maharal. Anyway, he created a golem out of clay from the banks of the Voltava River and brought it to life through rituals and Hebrew incantations to defend Prague from anti-Semitic attacks. Oh, heck yeah. So in this time period. Yeah, fuck yeah. In this time period, um, the Holy Roman Empire, Rudolf II. Rudolph the second, Rudolph two, <laughs> Rudolph two, uh, the return of Rudolph. <laughs> Jews were being—I laugh, but you know—Jews uh, are being killed or expelled or exiled under his rule. Classic, yeah, 
it yeah so this rabbi who was like a huge figure in the community built a golem and brought it to life with hebrew incantations um so the golem was called yosef and but was no he has a name i know it's really cute but was yosef (laughs) what was known as yaseli and um he could make himself invisible and summon spirits from the dead. Those are his special powers, but mostly he was like big Whoa. strongman. Yeah, that um, like would defend, literally, like physically defend the Jewish people. So the golem had powers. Yeah, dog. Other than just like being alive. Yes, they they're very conscious. Like they they talk they talk. Like this golem, it's said that he fell in love and was rejected because he was seen. Oh it. my god. Yeah. Um, Wait, was he like a big old, like I'm imagining like big old dirt monster dude, or did he look like a dude? He did not look like a dude. He had the word emet, uh, E-M-E-T, which means life, written on his head because he was a clayman, a clay hmm. man. Okay, so pretty, like you couldn't mistake him. Yes, his love wasn't requainted at all. Yeah. Uh, that's And so it's said that he went on a violent rampage. Uh, because his love wasn't yeah fulfilled it's really sad um yeah and this was able to happen because the rabbi used to deactivate the golem on friday evenings by removing the shem which is the little scroll of paper that he put in his mouth mm-hmm. um and so let it rest on the sabbath which is how you do things you know you gotta mm-hmm. rest on the sabbath and one friday evening rabbi forgot to remove the shem oh fuck yeah and uh that allowed the golem to just like go insane when before because he didn't rest and he yeah. uh, just freaked out and he started destroying shit and uh he the rabbi did manage to immobilize him with a few he wiped the e from emet and it became instead of life now it read death and the golem's body joseph's body Sorry, he has a oh. he has a name. What yeah. um is now stored in the attic of the new old synagogue in Prague. And wow. where it could be restored to life again if needed, pretty easily. According to legend You just write well E on there. Yeah, you just like put an E. Well, in Hebrew. Um yeah. but yeah, it's uh according to legend, it's still there. Oh my god. Yeah. Um That's crazy. And it's there's a story that uh, during World War II, a Nazi agent went in there and tried to, like, activate the golem again. Um, and he died instead of the golem. Oh, fuck. But the attic is not open to the general public. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, Yosef is a hurt, broken soul. Yeah. I mean... You don't want him, like... Yeah. Yeah. There's a... Rabbi uh, Sidon, who works at the New Old Synagogue, uh, has never gone up there, and he's been there, like, his whole life. And uh, he still (laughs) says, this is, like, an interview that happened, like, last year. He's like, it's possible that he's up there. I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe. That's awesome. Yeah, but there was um, an attendant that worked there who was called Joseph. Uh, (gasps) Yeah, and he's he's been telling tourists that he was the golem's great grandson, um, <laughs> but he's not. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so I mean, that's, I mean that's quite fun. I mean that's a fun good time, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's like the main golem story 
it's kind of like, you know, this beast was created to to help people, to save his mm-hmm. people, and it just went too far. And he was too he was too independent. I mean, he listened to them, but he did fall in love and he freaked out. He was too strong. Yeah. Well, and it's crazy that he could talk and he had so much agency because all I knew about golems was like their main thing was they couldn't talk. Really? Yeah. No, this guy was like, yeah, he, uh, on the up and up, like, yeah, he was, he was around. I mean, they're still kind of like, he was still kind of dumb. Like he would do, Mm -hmm. he would walk around and be like, and just like do whatever tasks, but you know, he still had a heart. He still could love. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, I mean, it is great, but it, it also makes me really sad for Joseph. Joseph. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't he didn't know what was going on. He was created from mud. He just wanted love. But, like, who would love a weird mud thing? Yeah, and, I mean, of course, I don't know if I want to tell you this. The what? synagogue in Prague was renovated in the 80s, and they didn't find him. In the attic. Well. He. Maybe he made it. No. He made himself invisible. (gasps) You're right. He can fucking do that. Yeah. He can do that. That's one of his powers. All right. Uh, No way to know. No way to know. There's no way to know. And he's like the granddaddy of golems. And you know what? I bet that attendant really is his son. And he's just trying to protect his people. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you just gotta, like, remove the fucking, what, Shem? Shem. Shem. Gotta remove the fucking Shem so he can chill. Yeah. And then, like, he won't go quickly. Honestly, it seems like it's all Rabbi Judah's fault. Yeah, kind of like it's. Well, they need, he did save a lot of the Jews, you know? Like, they saved a lot of his people. The golem. Mm -hmm. So, he felt like it was... But, you know, hubris. It's all about hubris. It really is. Hmm. Well, that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to hear a, a story that may be even older than the Golem of Prague? Oh, my God. Yes. So this, it predates it by a little bit. And people think this might have inspired said rabbi oh, or the story of. Oh, I see. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, so yours happened, what, late 1500s, right? 16. Oh, wait. No, you're right. 15. <laughs> okay. Late 15. So this was like in the mid 1500s. And this is the golem of Chem. 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 Which is spelled, it's, it's a town that's spelled C-H-E-L-M. Chem. Got it. So this rabbi, uh, he's from Poland. And his name is uh, Rabbi Elijah Baal Shem. And he became the rabbi of Chem. So lots of Shems and Helms here. Um, And so that was like his job. He was like the rabbi of the city. Kind of same thing for Prague. Um, Mm -hmm. And he was a Talmudic scholar and a Kabbalist. So he was all up in that. And he's the first Baal Shem, which is the name for someone who knows the secret knowledge of the holy names of God. Like he knew God's name, which is like. That's pretty crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really legit. Um, so there are a couple versions of the story. There are multiple tellings. One of the stories was recounted by his grand grandson, who was actually also a Jewish theologist. Um, his name was Jacob. And 
so he wrote down this legend that was told to him by his dad. So it was like passed down. Mm-hmm. But also it was recorded uh, kind of like a little bit after by a non-Jewish folklorist, this dude named Christoph Arnold. So you've got like guy in the family passing down the tradition, but also just like a straight up like scholarly dude who had no connection so i don't know what you would are more likely to believe but anyway so he creates a golem from clay and he did the writing version when he wrote a met on the head um and so uh he was there because they were also having some prejudice issues classic uh but he was sort of – he was the dumber kind. Like, he was not as legit as Yosef. I don't mm-hmm. think he had a name. He <laughs> didn't talk. Yeah. He was real dumb. Yeah. Did not have, like, his own goals or <laughs> loves. Um, but his job was on market days. He would stand with an axe in his hand. Oh. And if anyone was being, like, shitty to the mm-hmm. Jews, he would just kill them. Uh, you know what? Yeah. So, like, small town justice – you know yeah nice. they're trying to just sell their shit it's like a farmer's market day yeah who else and has got a monster honestly, working for them what other like religious group has like a huge mo- monster they can create and just like watch over them yeah it's fucking cool it's great and like they i honestly i feel like he was mostly there for intimidation i don't think he killed all that much good because job. like you see a giant mud dude with an axe you're like i'm not gonna mess with that guy no no so yeah and then also he would just do like lots of housework (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like lots of golems their thing was just kind of like helping around the house i'm picturing him like trying to sweep the floor with his axe yeah he tried really (laughs) hard um so he i mean he hung out with rabbi elijah's wife a lot helped her around the house like manual labor stuff but the problem was and i don't know what he did to make this happen but he kept on growing like he started like a little mud child and he just got bigger and bigger and he started like he was so big and strong and he wouldn't stop growing and so uh the rabbi was afraid he would just like destroy everything because he was so he was getting so huge and powerful and the problem was, is by the time they realized it, he was too tall for him to, like, erase the E oh, from shit. the forehead. And, like, I don't think they want to die. I don't think you could command them to be like, hey, like, come down here so I can erase That's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, they have some autonomy if they're like, hey, no, don't murder me. Yeah, so he had to trick him because he wouldn't just do that. So he, his trick was he sat down on a bench and he was like hey golem you're my servant can you remove my shoes and the golem was like yeah that's my job so he like bent down uh-huh. to take off the shoes and he was like ha and erased the e making it say death and uh the problem was is this guy was so fucking big that when you erase the e he just turns into mud again so he just crumbled on top of him because he was so big that it just crushed the rabbi no i know that's but fucking hubris but the other story i know that hubris though (laughs) but the other story by the grandson says that it just like kind of fucked up his face and he just got like a big scratch okay that's not as bad so like and still that that hubris Um, though 
dat hubris dough. Same same deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's the story of the golem of Chilm. But did you know that Frankenstein's monster is a golem? I mean, yeah, I can see that. But was it like based <laughs> on golems? Well, okay, it's very vague and extrapolated. But the idea is that this specific story inspired Mary Shelley because this uh, the story of the Golem of Helm was written in a like journal of some crazy German name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> but it was like written down and published in like 1808. Mm-hmm. And it was floating around and it was pretty popular when Shelley was traveling in that like fateful night in 1814 when mm-hmm. they were like her and her boyfriend and those other dudes were like telling ghost stories and they proposed the competition like who can write the best horror story Mm -hmm. and that's what got her to write frankenstein which is the best and she's great um and she said about that night people asked her like what was going on that night when you guys were like coming up with this competition she said the season was cold and raining and in the evenings, we crowded around a blazing wood fire and occasionally amused ourselves with some German stories of ghosts, which happened to fall into our hands. German oh. stories? <gasps> Books being passed Whoops. around? Perhaps this journal? What? With the golem of Chilm? Or, or maybe the golem of Prague. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, well, I, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I mean, he seems more like that because, like, Frankenstein had, or the monster, had his own sort of... Dude, Frankenstein the monster was smart. He would just, like, go yeah. in and look at families and be like, I wish I had a family of my own and a love. Didn't he fall in love? He fell in love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same deal. So maybe more yours than mine. But anyway, mm. the very many similarities. Like, both of them are created from inert material. Mm-hmm. One is earth and one is dead people um (laughs) yeah both are made to like serve a dude Mm -hmm. and then they revolt and they go on a rampage Mm. and they both represent dad who hubris that hubris dough that guys this is just like hubris metaphors basically it's like out the wazoo yeah basically it's just like don't play god how about and Mm -hmm. like or else bad stuff will happen and we do yeah. need those stories. So, but yeah, I mean, so I mean, the scientists, uh, what Frankenstein used science mm-hmm. to create life, while these rabbis used like mysticism, yeah, magic, religious magic, religious magic to create life. But both are doing the same thing, I don't know. and both of them don't work. Like <laughs> you <laughs> both can't... of them fail and kill people. Yes. Yeah. So here's um okay, I'm going to go on a little bit of a feminist rant here. Oh god, yes, please. But but I need to preface this knowing that I understand that not just women can have babies. Yes. And I understand that babies that are made all a test tube, all a in vitro, all of all the things are no less human than any other kind of baby. Yes, yes, yes. But just just let me go on this rant because it makes me happy. <laughs> I want to hear it. Okay. So here is my dumb ideas. Both the Golem stories and Frankenstein center around a man that's bypassing the natural process of creating life, right? Yes. A this woman. Natural process being a woman giving birth to a human being. Uh-huh. Which is 
a new life with a soul and that human works. Yes. <laughs> okay. And that goes against God yeah. who gave this power to women. Yeah. Right. God was like, this is how life goes. So... He gave this power to a woman. And so by going against that, you create a soulless monster. Um, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So these, all these stories are about men trying to steal this reproductive power-giving life from women. Oh, shit. Trying to take because woman's power. In all these stories, is it ever a woman creating a golem? No. no. she doesn't have to. She can create real life. Wow. And it's I about mean, yeah, the destruction. That totally makes sense to me. The, the the shit caused by men trying to steal this life-giving power that belongs to women. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Their basic power. Yeah. So let me send you this idea train. Go give it to me. Sending it to your station. Thank you. I'm listening. These men who create these golems are never successful. Mm-hmm. The golems never work. Mm-hmm. Except one golem. The one successful golem to ever be created, Adam. Oh, <gasps> yeah. Who created that golem? God. Mm-hmm. God has the power to create life. Therefore, therefore, God is a woman. Oh shit! You are. Right. I just laid down that logical train to you. Holy shit! What you got? What you got? Golems prove that God is a woman. 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 Yes. Wow. So, yeah. That's, I'm just. I mean, yeah. Giving that to you. I mean, I, I'm taking it and I'm like breathing it in and I'm bringing it down to all my chakras. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like, yeah. it's hel- it's aligning me, you know? And it's yes. like letting me breathe and letting me live and i've got to say yes. now that god's a woman yes can i make a baby out of clay and just breathe life into it and mm. like let it go yes and i want to know what Thank happens god. if a, a woman tries to create a golem because maybe that's what she is doing every time she gives birth i think she so. is creating golem yeah because i get I don't know. Well, you use less magic, though. I mean, well, science, magic. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's know. a good point. Um, is this? Hmm. Yeah, God is a woman. Yeah, you know, I was gonna say that I like didn't believe any of this, but mm-hmm. the logic you just laid down on me, which I I can't even like. I don't. You couldn't possibly argue with that. No, there's no holes. There's no holes. That's like 100% waterproof, sealed tight. With the caveat that, yes, people who are not women also have babies. And also, you can have baby in vitro and test tubes and all valid and all valid and all valid. All valid. But, but um, God, is, God um, is a woman with a Y and not an E. Yes. So... Yeah, my logic is perfect. Yeah, it's perfect. And so now I believe in golems. Um, yeah. Now I believe in Frankenstein. Uh, that was never real, but I believe in it. 
Yeah. And I believe... I believe Mary knows. Mary has always known that God is a woman. Mary? And I think Mary Shelley. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. And she was just trying to lay that down for us in her very good book. Thank you, Mary, for your very good book and for your very how, good How people not latched on? How, how people have not figured that out? I don't know. Thank you, Mary, for calling Lord Byron a bad writer. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> you've given us Thank you, so much. And you've given us so much mm-hmm. life. And Brandy, do you believe in golems? Oh, 100%. I mean... Like, I, I feel like if I went up into that attic, mm-hmm. he would be there. Yosef would be there. Yeah, I don't want. I'm not going to go in the attic because I don't. I would rather. I'm not, not going know. to. I'm not going. I mean, to go. I'm not. I'm probably not. I'm not like, going to go in there. Worthy of going in there. Yeah. I don't have the knowledge or the the trainings, but I do know he's there. I like shouldn't even walk into it. The synagogue. They'd be like, "Get out, you." Yeah, yeah, honestly. <laughs> so y- you might have to go for me. But also, my bad advice would be go in that attic. Go in that attic? That's the worst advice ever because it would break the magic for you if he wasn't there waiting, waiting for you to write that E back on his forehead. But maybe uh, as an addition to that advice, go into all attics. Oh, yeah. Attics are pretty and fun see what, and cool. See what golems you can find. <laughs> see what golems you can find in your family members' homes. <laughs> because you never know what random mud pile might be a former living creature who can help you do some housework. Yeah. Um, guys, listen. We got a message from somebody. Oh, yeah. Who was very kind to us. Um, just wanted to say thank you. Please launch me into the Sun podcast for sending us a beautiful message telling us you loved us. I love you. Very nice. That's very kind, and we don't get a lot of messages, even though we tell everyone to send us (laughs) messages every But we appreciate that. So I really appreciate that. I love you. And I said, oh, wait, no, I said I would rap if someone put a review on iTunes. And no one's done that. Yeah. We're waiting for that. We're waiting for that. Beautiful moment. And I'll make a rap for you that time. And if you want that to be you, the the offer's still out there. Please, God. Yeah. (laughs) And if you want to, I'll give you something else. If you tattoo like Emmet or Met or like life or like God or like whatever on your forehead, mm-hmm. I will also sing a song for you. Though if you do that, like not, don't be like culturally insensitive. No, you have to I be Jewish. Yeah. You can't appropriate that shit. It's not yours. Guys, you gotta be Jewish. Gotta be, Just saying. Gotta be. And if you if you Dude. if you end up making your own golem, also send us a pic. Guys, I'm, I'm <gasps> yeah. gonna try to get that going. And be nice to them. They just want love. Yeah, don't and be do some shitty to your golem. Like maybe split the housework with them. Yeah, and if you're gonna make a golem, like ask ask a lady in your life if you're not a lady to do it because it'll probably turn out better. Yeah, if you, <laughs> yeah, don't do this if you're a man. Don't even don't don't even look at a goal. Don't even think about it. You can't don't, handle don't it. Don't even try. You can't do it. No. It won't work. No. It won't work. No, no, won't. You, were you saying something, Brandy? Oh, I was just saying I'm so happy about golems because we've been on like a bit of a downer streak. Yeah, we have. for like months and this is just like a ray of 
of muddy, muddy sunshine in my life. weird and very unexpected. I knew nothing of these strong big men. And these, these strong good friends. Yeah, I didn't know. Just want and now they've to help. They've stumbled into my life. And uh, as always, like, please tweet me at Spooky Shit Pod, or please send me a message on Tumblr, Spooky Shit Pod at tumblr.com, or send us an email at Spooky Shit Pod, Spooky Shit Pod mm-hmm. at Gmail, and like, we'll respond. Or you can send us a message on our SoundCloud, like, please launch me into the Sun Podcast, who was super nice to us. And we love you. And yeah. the thing Heck is, yeah. like, maybe give us suggestions if you don't want to hear about like boring stuff and like dumb stuff whatever we come up with because hey we were only so much we're 20 in are we running out of spooky things there are no, so there's many. so many you got to look at that list i wrote okay so many. anyway goodbye, goodbye everybody i love you i love you all so much please <laughs> bye